everybody, and welcome to another episode of Paul and All. As always, I'm your host, Paul, and I finally got a guest on the show, and I'm a bit of a loser because the first guest is my mother. But no, for real, she's the the person that I wanted to be on the show because uh, she's, although she's my biggest critic, I always say she's something of my biggest cheerleader as well, so there was no one that I could uh, decide on as my first guest other than my mother. Introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Ruth Casey, and I'm Paul's mom, and he always says I'm his biggest critic, but I am his biggest fan no matter what. Um, we're both uh, just getting on the the overside of a cold. We've had a, a cold the, the last week or so, so uh, if we sound a little sniffly, we apologize. I probably won't be cutting this episode too much, so pretty much you're going to get what you're going to get with this one. Um, one of the things that, cause we were trying to decide what should we talk about on this episode? Cause we talk a lot and I thought, uh, one of the topics that we've been discussing for the last few weeks has been all of the celebrity deaths of 2016, you know, the, the worst year ever, yeah, the year of quotes. Yeah. The year of the reaper, they say. So we decided to look it up and, and we both have uh, separate articles and we figured we could just kind of dissect the concept of 2016 being the worst year ever for celebrity deaths. So um, I found, of course, uh, an art- a, a, a page from Snopes because let's just go through some of the deaths before we... Because to me, death is about caliber, not necessarily number of people. Because, um, yes, okay, like, for example, Leonard Nimoy was 2015, I believe. That's a big death. But also in 2015, and I, I really don't mean any disrespect, but one of the little kids from Everybody Loves Raymond, not as impactful to me, because I believe that that kid was also in 2015. So not... They're, they're not, those two, even though they're the same year, they're not exactly on the same level versus... The, to you, though, but... To in, me, in, yeah, of in, course, in, of in course. In all fairness, there are people, that's part of the article that I have is is the, the difference in what makes a person's death, you know, which celebrity is the most impactful, you know, why are we the saddest because this person died as opposed to that person. Oh, absolutely. But see, to me, impactful uh, David Bowie... Prince, Carrie Fisher, uh, Gene Wilder, those are people who are of a higher caliber to me. And again, it's strictly to me. And this is my show, and my opinion is the only one that matters. Okay. <laughs> that, that'll be all for our show for today, because my opinion no, no, means no, nothing. No, 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 there no, There you go. Okay. So um, why don't you give us the list of just some of the... Now, this is from 2016? Yeah, this is the list of... Um, this the famous people's famous people's deaths in 2016. No, wait, okay. really quickly. This is the top. Th- this is this list's top 30. Re- really quickly, I do have to point out. I've been talking with a few people because I do have another podcast series up, and I find it funny how we say 2016, but other people, whether it be in other parts of the world or just other states in the United States, they always say 2016 or 2014. I have always said 20. 14, well, because it was always 1999, 1998, 1997, you know, like, I mean, you didn't say 19,000, Yeah, you know, I just, I, I don't know, I, hearing you also say 2016 just made me think of that really well, quick. that so, could be because I'm the one who raised you, but you know. Okay. okay, so this is per Wikipedia data, and these are the top 30 famous people's deaths in 2016, David Bowie, Prince, Fidel Castro, George Michael, Muhammad Ali, uh, Antonin uh, Scalia. Couldn't get that one out there for a second. Um, Leonard Cohen, Merrill Haggard, Pierre Boulez, Shimon Perez, George Martin, Arnold Palmer, Andres Waja. I don't even know who that is. That makes me a terrible person. Um, Leon Russell, Umberto Eco. I'm not even going to try and pronounce that name. I have no idea. I looked um, at it. It's it's multiple... Uh, consonants and very yeah. few vowels. 
Um, John, and we don't want to we don't want to <clears throat> disrespect someone by exactly. butchering their name. Exactly. Um, John Glenn, uh, Johan Cruyff, Debbie Reynolds, Edward Albee, Nancy Reagan, Janet Reno, Nate Thurmond, Terry Wogan, uh, Peter Maxwell Davies, Ellie Wessel, Walter Cohn, James Cronin, Alan Rickman, and Hillary Putman. Okay, so those are the top oh, 30. Excuse, yeah, Putnam, not Putman. Um, let's see, of course, my, my Snopes article, and I'll read it verbatim. I don't, is uh, by Dan Evan. This is uh, from December 28th, 2016. So if I'm not mistaken, this was actually even before Debbie Reynolds, because I believe that was on the 28th. The 28th. It might have been around that. That could have been why the article came out. Right. You know. Um, and of course, we shouldn't also forget uh, William Christopher from MASH died moments before 2017. Exactly. Hit, or yeah. 2017, as I sh- normally would say. Um, okay. So the article, again, Snopes. Uh, Dan Evan, was 2016 really the deadliest year for celebrities? The passing of entertainment icons such as David Bowie, Prince, Carrie Fisher, and Muhammad Ali this year left many people feeling 2016 was an unusually morbid year for celebrities. Of course, attempting to quantify such a feeling involves several basic issues. Primarily, what makes a person a celebrity whose deaths are considered notable? For instance, the Los Angeles Times listed 91, quote, leaders, stars, and other notable figures who died in 2016, unquote, while CBS News charted more than 150. So what standard or standards do we use? Since there's no official body that determines the relative fame and importance of individuals, we'll examine this question by reviewing the notable death lists published by a variety of news outlets between 2013 and 2016. Because, for example, like The Hollywood Reporter has 57 in 2013, 47 in 2014, 152 in 2015, and 180 in 2016. Whereas uh, CNN, for example, has 150 in 2013, 127 in 2014, 159 in 2015. But what does and the Hollywood Reporter consider? Right, because it's you know, the Hollywood Reporter, Reporter versus you know, CNN, which covers right. news. You right, know. exactly. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, it, it continues to, to go on a little bit, but... Uh, I mean, you guys can check out the article. If there's anything else of note, I will obviously bring it up in the discussion. You can put a link in the in the down yeah. bar, right? Yes. Okay. Um, okay. So my article starts out with, was 2016 the worst effing? You know? My mother doesn't curse. For yeah. those of you who don't know, she I mean, she curses, but she doesn't say quote unquote the big ones. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. So it asks, was it? You know, was it the worst or was it the effing worst? Okay, David Bowie, Carrie Fisher, Muhammad Ali, Prince, George Michael, Nancy Reagan, Alan Rickman. On their own, thinking about each celebrity death in 2016 may break your heart. But those names in a group from your co- from your core may erupt a common Wait, refrain. Wait, I'm sorry, who wrote this article? Where is it from? Oh, this is from BuzzFeed. Does it give um, an author? No. Oh, yeah, sorry. Two authors, actually. Uh, Sorry, sorry, folks, if you read our, if you listen to our podcast, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, Not you all, but, you know, the reporters. Um, No, we're embarrassed that you're listening to this, because how lame are you? Yeah, wow. Yes, please like and subscribe. Um, (laughs) Katie Hasty. All three fans of this show know that I love them. Katie Hasty and... Uh, Jeremy Singer Vine are the uh, BuzzFeed news reporters. Anyway, uh, you know, the, the names in a group, it says, from, uh, from your core may erupt a common refrain, 2016 was the effing worst. But proving qualitatively that we lost many of our, uh, in italics, best in 2016 is in the eye of the beholder. One man's Gene Wilder is another man's Richard Pryor, who passed in 2016. Uh, in 2005, or another 
another is Robin Williams or Joan Rivers in 2014. In 2003, Johnny Cash, Nina Simone, and Barry White each shuffled off this mortal coil, 13 years before Merle Haggard, Leonard Cohen, and Fife Dog. Debbie Reynolds' December 28th death, one day after her daughter's, is the an- is also the anniversary of Lemmy in 2015, Susan Sontag in 2004, Sam Peckinpah in 1984, and the great composer Maurice Ravel. You can go right to hell, 1937. Which is weird. I, you know, you said Lemmy, and it's funny because I remember when, uh, when David mm-hmm. Bowie passed and Alan Rickman passed so early because we just uh, had the anniversaries very recently. Um, and I remember kind of everybody at that time being like, oh, Lemmy, and now those guys, because of the fact that it was so late Well, I, wasn't Well, wasn't it not announced until the beginning of 2015 that Lemmy had passed? It would be 2016. Or in the beginning of 2016? It was, well, because it was the 28th, so it was kind of everybody was in that New Year's thing. I think it was maybe the 29th it was announced. Yeah, I, I, I thought it wasn't announced until after, um, until after the beginning Um Okay, do you, want, you don't want me to keep reading this? Um, well, because the idea is that there were, you know, in, in any given year, there were multiple deaths, okay? So they're saying qualitatively, it depends on what you consider, um, you know, what was impactful. Um, Whitney Houston in 2012, Miles Davis in 1991, or Michael Jackson in 2009. You know, like each and of one course, of them. The, the, the funny thing, I'm sorry to interrupt you. The funny thing, though, about the Michael Jackson one is that most people don't remember that, I believe it was earlier that day, yeah. Farrah Fawcett, Farrah passed, Fawcett away passed away on, on the, the same day. day. But nobody really remembers that because Michael Jackson, I mean, you hate to to say it in these terms, but Michael Jackson was more popular than she was. At the time of his death, at the time of her height in in popularity, she was way more popular because let me tell you, for as many people who had Michael Jackson posters on their wall, there were about 10 times as many who had that Farrah Fawcett pose in the in the swimsuit. It, it it was just one of those things. Okay, but so it goes on and it says, uh, using this list, uh, we could point to other bad years for the arts. Um, in 2009, Michael Jackson, Patrick Swayze, Farrah Fawcett, Brittany Murphy, uh, Claude Levi Streiss, and John Updike all passed. In 2012, Whitney Houston, Donna Summer, Michael Clark Duncan. I always forget that it was t- it was 2012. It does not seem like it was that long yeah. ago for Michael Clark Duncan. Yep, Etta James, Dave Brubeck, Ray Bradbury, and Ravi Shankar. In 2004, Marlon Brando, Ray Charles, Christopher Reeve, Superman, it has been gone since 2004. That's amazing to me. Superman to some people, by well, the way. Well, okay, Superman to, you know, to me. Uh, 1997 was uh, Princess Diana, Mother Teresa, Jimmy Stewart. They were the same year? Yeah. I... Princess Princess Diana, uh, Mother Teresa, Jimmy Stewart, Jacques Cousteau, and Robert Mitchum all passed away in the same year. And if you were alive in 1977, these deaths probably took your breath away. Paul has no clue about, you know, he was like way too young for this. But in 1977, Elvis Presley, Charlie Chaplin, Joan Crawford, Bing Crosby, um, Groucho Marx, Freddie Prinze, Maria Callas, who was an amazing opera singer, and uh, Roberto Rossellini all passed away in 1977. So The only one that I knew of those offhand was Elvis Presley, that I knew that he died in 1977. Obviously, I knew that the others, well, the, of the ones that I knew, I knew they had, they were gone, but I didn't know it was all in that same year. But it's like, you know, when you, when you look at it as um, this year had the most impactful, I think a lot of it has to do with the immediacy of the media. Um, the fact that but see, within, I, I within minutes of, of what happened with Carrie Fisher, somebody was posting about it on the internet. But see, I was I don't, on a flight and, and I this, don't, yeah, you, no, you're, you're right about that. But again, I'll argue, uh, you, you have, do you still have the list of people mm-hmm. from 2015 and realistically 
between 2015 and 2016, there wasn't much of a change in terms of social media. Twitter, Facebook, okay, all of that stuff was pretty much just would you would you would you argue that yes. they were pretty much yeah. you would argue that no 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 i, they would, I, I was gonna say yeah they were pretty much just as prominent so could you please give us the okay here's the, the list of um from 2015 the people who died bb king yogi Berra, natalie cole james horner christopher lee terry pratchett moses malone which i don't know who that is he's a basketball player well um, sports i don't know yeah. sports uh Abdullah of Saudi Arabia, Roddy Piper. Um, I know that sport. <laughs> um, Clark Terry, Leonard Nimoy. No, wait, you skipped a few names yeah, here. Yeah, because I can't, I don't know who that is. Uh, APJ Abdul Kalam, I don't know who that is. Dolph Shayes, I don't know. But Clark see, apparently Terry. they're ranked pretty high on this popular Actually, list. Actually, that's not the, that's not their ranking. This is their ranking over oh, here. Oh, Okay. I guess I don't know whether it's the the dates of their death or whatever. Um, continuing on, um, Leonard Nimoy, Yochir, Yo, I don't know somebody. <laughs> That's Yochiro Yo, Yochiro Nambu, uh, Charles Towns, Otto Carius, Dusty Rhodes, Alan Toussaint, Ornette Coleman. But see, like these are these yeah. the, to me, and this is just—I mean—two of those names in terms of wrestling, because anyone who's listened to the first two episodes knows that I like wrestling. But like, yeah, okay, I know BB King, I know Natalie Cole because I also like okay, music. But there's also, as you go down the list, Omar Sharif, Mario Cuomo, Lemmy, Lemmy, of course, um, we just mentioned that one. Charles Kennedy. I don't Maure- know who that Maureen is. That Harris. like one of the Kennedys? I'm not sure. Howard like, Kendall. I don't know. But do you see what I mean? So, like, yeah, you could say, oh, the immediacy of the media in 2016. But there were names on, on 2016 that we didn't know either. So, But if- look at, here Here are the, t- again, here are the top names from, okay, you heard the name, the top names just m- mere seconds ago, the top names of 2015. Top names of 2016, David Bowie, Prince, Fidel Castro, George Michael, Muhammad Ali. That's the top five. I don't think you could find pretty much anybody, at least in the United States. I don't know anywhere else in the world necessarily, but at least in the United States, that there is one person who doesn't know at least three of those five. Okay, so pick, and so, a, pick but, another year. But, and what, we'll no, see. but what I'm saying is the immediacy of the media, which is what everybody from a certain generation likes to say now. Some of the, the people that I work with have said that too. They're like, oh, it's just because you have the media. I disagree because, again, 2015. Even, okay, go to. Okay, I'm on 2000. I'm on 2011. Okay. 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 Muammar Gaddafi, uh, Osama bin Laden, Elizabeth Taylor, Amy Winehouse, Steve Jobs. Those are the top five. See, those are uh, those are I- impactful names, and one could argue that media was—I don't want to say it was less because uh, let's see, 2011. I was out of high school. Uh, Twitter, I think, was uh, 2006, 2007. Facebook was maybe a few years after that. It kind of hit its really big boom. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't get on Facebook until like 2009, I think. But so my point is those things, even though they were still, I don't want to say they were in their infancy, they weren't as popular as they are now. But 2011, which one could argue social media was lesser than it is now versus 2015. So it's not necessarily about the the no, no, immediacy of the media. It, it's and me- that's the big argument that I'm that I'm against in terms of this discussion. No, what I'm saying, I'm not saying that it, it was sorry, I was playing with something. If you heard a scratchy sound in the background, there was something on the seat next to me. Um I'm not saying that I'm saying that the immediacy of the media and how fast we learned about it and how much of an uproar the deaths seemed to cause because and it's weird. But at the beginning of the year, yeah, well, because the beginning of the year bleeds into the end of the year uh, as as far as, oh, my gosh, all these deaths. Um, I don't necessarily agree, though, because I think that we take. Personally, I think people take notice more at the beginning of the year because we're, you know, the the one year is past, the next year is starting. And then by the end of the year, then you've got this huge body of 
wow, look at all these people who died in this year. And I, I mean, granted, in December, we had a crap ton of deaths. It I was don't, like you couldn't turn I, sideways no. See, I, and I don't, without bumping into somebody, which sounded really bad. That was horrible. I don't necessarily... Yeah, that was. <laughs> um, the internet's going to love you. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't necessarily... That was a supernatural moment. You turn sideways and you bump into somebody who's dead. No, no, no. I don't necessarily agree, though, because you just said the other day, I said something about, I believe it was either David Bowie or Alan Rickman, and you said it seems like it was... Because those, as I said, those anniversaries just happened like mere days oh, ago. Confess you, to the internet that it's your fault that all this happened. What? Oh, what did you oh, post yes, the other yes. day? No, I actually, this is yeah. All, 2016 is all Paul's fault. Yes. He did this. I, uh, I found a, on Facebook they have that, you know, on this day thing or memories or whatever. And on January 14th, 2016, I said Powerball, Bowie, Powerball again, and now Alan Rickman. How many more things can we lose? And when that just popped up the other day, I reposted it and said, on that day, Paul asked a question, and that dastardly year 2016 took it as a damn challenge. We had no idea what we were in for. I would like to take this moment to personally apologize to the world and the interweb world. I'm sorry, everyone can put the blame of 2016 you on me. You never, ever, ever ask, how much worse can it be? That is the I know, and you know, the funny thing is I tell people that all the time. Mm-hmm. People the always, especially people is. like I work with or whatever, they're like, oh, can today get any worse? And I'm like, oh, you never ask that question. I was, I was in Family Dollar the other day, and somebody asked uh, one of the cashiers, you know, how's your day? And she said, same shit, different day. And I said, well, it could be worse. And she looked at me funny. And I said, it could be this, the same day with different shit. And she went, you know, I never thought of it that way. Because, you know, if you have the same thing happening over and over again, that's bad. But if you keep having, in the same day, you keep having new shit happening, that can get really, really bad. Got to point that out, people. No problem. Multiple uses of the word shit. But, you know, hey, you know, I just it's I'm going to make him go back and beep all those out. So you're going to think I said something worse anyway. No, yeah. no, 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 no beeping. beeping. Uh, but, yeah, it's just like I said, I, I, I disagree with the immediacy of the media argument. Now, I, I mentioned to somebody at work the other day about, you know, when uh, when the new year was happening, everybody's, oh, what are your plans? What are your plans? What are your plans? And I said, I wanted to stay up and I wanted to I said 2016 killed enough. I wanted to watch it die. And somebody went off about, you know, oh, 2016 wasn't so bad. Oh, what? Because Princess Leia died. And I just to me. I was like, no, it just there was there seemed like in terms of celebrities, which I don't really have much of a personal life. I really don't. I talk with a few friends, but they mostly live elsewhere. So I text with them or I'll talk with them on Skype or whatever. But pretty much my world revolves around reading the Internet, reading, uh, you know, celebrity news, because I love television. I love movies. So I, and I really want to be in that world one day. So I tend to read a lot about that world. So a lot of my life and whatever focuses on celebrities. So yes, when a lot of celebrities, especially ones that had such a cultural impact on my, I don't know if I want to say my generation or whatever, but you know, David Bowie music. And of course in my family, the movie Labyrinth is (laughs) is huge. Yeah. And it's not just me. No, 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 it's it's not. It's the aunts, it's the cousins. Yeah. This, that, that movie is, you you know, pretty much anybody in my, in my one, in one side of my family, you ask them about the movie Labyrinth and everybody will get a big smile on their face. Yeah. Um, so, but I mean that movie, of course, and just him musically, I'm, I'm, I'm at least a huge fan of his, you know, in terms of music. Uh, I, I'm a, I don't want to say I'm a big fan of Prince, but I do like Prince. I enjoy Prince. Of course, uh, George Martin, the producer of The, the Beatles. Beatles yeah. I am a huge Beatles fan. My father was a huge Beatles fan. Still, I'm named no, no, after one of the Beatles. In all fairness, your father still is a big Beatles fan. You made it sound like he's not with us. Oh, well, I he's did. not with us anymore. Yeah, but, no, I you know. didn't um, mean to make it sound like that. But um, 
who, uh, Carrie Fisher, of course, from from Star Wars, and you know, she I, was, I had a I had an issue. We were talking about it the other day, and we were talking about the fact that you know Alan Rickman had passed, and um, this past year I went to see Through the Looking Glass, and when you heard Alan Rickman's voice as the caterpillar, and well, in Through the Looking Glass, he's the butterfly, but it was just like I started to cry. And of course, Paul is going to tell y'all that I cry at diaper commercials. To be fair, my mother cries at pretty much everything. Yeah, I was, I've I, been watching <clears throat> a lot of Boy Meets World recently, one of my all-time favorite shows. And I don't even remember what happened, but... Uh, you know, somebody made some sort of comment and I immediately turned and looked at her because she started to get tears in her eyes. And I, I wrote, I wrote something. Any of you who are friends with me on Facebook know the thing that I just wrote the other day about Corey and Topanga and how I, you know, I, when, when people of almost any age who are, you know, they go from relationship to relationship and they talk about how they're in love and whatever. And I kind of roll my eyes, but yet every time I rewatch Boy Meets World, uh, there's the episode, it's a two-part episode where Topanga's parents, and anybody who doesn't like Boy Meets World, I'm sorry, but you're going to get a bit, of, a bit of a story here. Uh, Topanga's parents move from Philadelphia to Pittsburgh, which is about two hours, Ooh. two and a half, three hours away from each other. I know it's from one side of the state to the other, it's but it's not more. really a big state, honestly, because it takes us about two hours, two and a half hours to get Let's to Philly. Let's consult Google Maps and see how far it is, but um, continue. But so anyway, so they move from pretty much one side of the state to the other side of the state, and they're, you know, Corey's incredibly depressed the entire episode, and the, and the parents are like, oh, you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't have these feelings for just one girl, and he's like, I love her, and at the one point he goes to open the door, and there she is in the soaking rain, Be in the soaking rain? That doesn't sound right, but she's, she's there, and she's, you know, soaking wet because it was raining, and she, she, I don't know if she walked or whatever, but she got all the way back to him because they love each other. And I said on Facebook about how, you know, when they say it, no matter how old they are, I believe in love that they had, that those characters, because those characters are real to me because I'm a loser. Uh, but I posted this giant thing. Again, those of you who are friends with me on Facebook know this. You saw it. And I was reading it to my mother, and she started to get tears in her eyes. I can't help it. It's a it's a really bad thing that happened, that started happening, um, I don't even know how many years ago. But I have no control over the fact of when the tears start. They just come. I, I don't sob. He always says, my mom cries over everything. No, I don't cry over everything, but I do tear up a lot. A lot. I can't read things that my brother, one of my brothers posts constantly about our dad. And as soon as I start to read, I get tears in my eyes. One day, you are you look like you're starting to get tears yeah, in your eyes right as now. As soon as I say the words, my dad, I'm done. One day, I do want to sit you down and get, um, get some stories about, about my dad about your dad from you um crying uh, or I not can, if i can yeah. get through them by the way folks uh, she just looked it up you probably looked it up in the time that it's taken us to <laughs> to go through all this about four hours uh, apparently almost five because it said four hours and 41 minutes yeah but yeah okay so almost five hours to get from uh one side of the state to the other which i didn't think was right because that doesn't seem right it to is. me when, but when i was younger um the only time I actually considered going, well, not that I actually considered going to college, but when I was in high school, one of my friends said, hey, I'm going to check out a college in Pittsburgh. You want to go? Okay. So it took us eight hours to drive from where we live in Northeast Pennsylvania to Pittsburgh. So yeah. And we counted, I think I count, I don't, don't even want to tell you, but we counted um, critters on the road. Like <laughs> that was our thing. Cause we left at like what do you mean critters on the, the road? They were splatted, you know, like... Like dead deer and things like that? Yeah. 
Um, you know, it's funny because... Uh, yeah, there were a, a whole ton of them on the way out. It was disgusting. Really? Oh, yeah. And I can't believe I counted them. I think... Yeah, I don't know why you would do that. Because it, it was something to do. Because I didn't want to follow... Well, because she was driving. Because I don't drive. So I had to stay awake to make sure that she stayed awake. So I was trying to be observant to the things that were going on around us. So, yeah. Maybe you couldn't count mile markers or something? I you had don't to count know. dead things on the know. road? I just saw her um, at our class reunion, and she's like, hey, do you remember that trip we made to Pittsburgh? <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm tapping on the table and making noise. Um, yeah, I remember the trip we made to Pittsburgh. We had a lot of fun. Um and I, cause I was teasing her and she was like, yeah, I was going to go there. My parents sent the, the deposit check and everything. And I went, really? It was an all girls school. Like I just couldn't picture her going to an all girls school. And of course there were classes that, you know, crossed over and whatever, but this has nothing to do with the conversation. Okay. No, it's fine. Back I'm, to the, back know. to the, you know, grim reaper of 2016. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I kind of think we covered everything i didn't think it would take i thought it would take us a lot longer but i think we kind of covered the the basic points because i'm still on the record as saying i don't think it was a the immediacy of the media but it's also and i i do agree because some people are like oh well it's 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 the cultural impact of the people and this year to me and you you listed other years that had you know like 2009 had a lot of uh uh Michael Jackson, Farrah Fawcett, Patrick Swayze, Brittany Murphy. Those are, you know, impactful, not to me, not as impactful oh, as okay. Muhammad Ali, Prince, Carrie Fisher, Debbie Reynolds, uh, David Bowie, Alan Rickman, George Martin. Okay, so the we were talking about that list from Wikipedia, and um, it was the top, theoretically, the top 30, and it says the list... I'm going back to the BuzzFeed article, and it says the list takes two factors into account. The first is how many other English language Wikipedia links to the person's Wikipedia biography. These so-called backlinks could be considered to be crude, uh, crudely measures um, of that person's importance to the rest of the English-speaking world. And the second metric was the number of different language editions of Wikipedia um, English Wikipedia, Swahili Wikipedia, German Wikipedia, that include a biography for that person, a rough approximation of that person's international relevance. It says, we then identified for each year the biographies that appeared in at least 20 editions of Wikipedia and had the highest number of English backlinks. So basically they're trying to say that their list was made up of people who other people identified. That's all relative in in a manner of speaking because um, one of the top people that was listed was Fidel Castro. Was he a popular figure? No. You know, was he... No, but he had a cultural significance. Exactly, a cultural that's, significance. That's, but some of those people, I never even heard, you know, and I'm not... I'm not unwell read. So right. like some of those people, I don't know who they are. And, and that makes me feel bad because obviously somebody with some kind of cultural significance passed away that I know nothing about. I'm going to spend the next week going through that list going, who was that person? And if Paul lets me talk to you again someday, I'll say, hey, I found out who that person was. And you'll go, yeah, who cares? That was that was months ago, Mom. No one on the internet cares. We have a short attention span, us millennials. Yeah, you I, know? It, it, it's amazing. You know, everything. She she actually it, it, because it, of the short attention span thing, she actually gets on my case because I think that these podcasts should be about an hour, and she's like, no one wants to listen to you talk well, for I mean, an when hour. You think about the fact that we went from movies to TV, right? So you went from you know. An hour and a half to two hours, down to an hour to 30 minutes. And then it went to YouTube, which was an average of maybe 15 minutes, which is now way less, down to what are Vines, six seconds or some kind of nonsense like that? You know okay, what I but mean? see everything that? Is, right. Everything is condensed. Get as much as you can. And I mean, there are people who, you know, do full stories in that, but that amount of time in a Vine. That so that doesn't... I mean, that's that's not necessarily entertainment, but it, it says something about our attention span. You know, like we have the attention span of toddlers. 
or, or babies because they have no understanding of object permanence. When something falls on the floor, it's completely gone from the world. They have no idea that it's actually on the floor up to a certain age. Did you know that? Yes. Okay. So. But thank you for making me, you no, know, I was asking just... me that on my show and being like, ooh, I think Paul's an idiot because he doesn't. I didn't think that, but you don't know. You're not an expert on babies. Come on, you've held the, you're 26 years old, right? Yes. On your 26th birthday. Yes. You held an infant for the first time. I don't know if that's 100% true. Okay, what other infant would you have held? Did I hold, uh, well, let's see. Uh, They're what, in their teens now, but I was around when uh, Hob and Morgan were kids, yeah, were babies. Really, I really was around when, when... His cousins, yeah. Nobly. He, her little brother started calling her... He couldn't call her Nobi, so he called her Hobby. So now she's Hob. Hob. Um, but I, I was around when they were babies. I was around when, they were, then, when their little brothers not, were babies. But not... You didn't hold a baby as small as Alyssa. But th- I, I don't. I don't remember. I don't. I don't that's what I'm saying. I don't you know. Holding. Well, let's put it this way: you weren't really around when Hob was a baby. Um, I was around Morgan, though. Well, Hob and Morgan are only a couple months apart. But no. what I know, yeah. But I was because remember I used to go over to her parents' house because they lived right behind us. Because I would go over there like two, three times a week and watch wrestling. Yeah. I'm trying to think. You can because, think about it all you well, want. No, I know that I, it's true. That's by the way, folks, that's another thing. My mother never trusts me. And No, I'm just trying to put it together in my head because I didn't meet them, although I've known Tommy for 30 years. I didn't meet Missy and Manda and Penny and the rest of them until they were pregnant with Noby and Morgan. But I'm telling you because okay. they because Missy lived right behind us and I used to go over there I know you used to go over and watch wrestling and I would watch wrestling and so obviously it had to be when Morgan was at least born yeah but I (coughs) excuse me sorry (coughs) sorry folks (coughs) told you we were sick sorry about that my bark is but I'm, much worse than my bite. But I'm trying to not have to cut this episode. So you're going to have to deal. You dealt with that coughing. Sorry. Yeah. I um, didn't sneeze on you, so you're in luck. Because that's um, disgusting. But, uh... Trust me. You ever had a kid sneeze on you? It's gross. But yeah, so I would... Okay, so again, you No, again, no, no, no. I'm not saying I did, but I'm saying I, just, I could have. I just don't, I don't remember. I, I don't remember you being around the kids. But anyway, but I rem- I do know the terrified look on your face when I asked you to hold Alyssa and you went, ah, you know. Yeah, no, I don't... I, I, I do like babies. I like kids. I'm not a fan of babies, of though. Of course. Then again, he... Afterwards, the next day when she vomited all over me he went see that's why i don't want to hold babies because they do that yep and i i I have no you know what it is honestly for me it's the support the head thing yeah that freaks me right out well and i'm not afraid to admit that it freaks me out i think a lot of it is the fact that you're so big and they're so small too you know like that 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 scares that scares that scares a lot of guys. You know, it's like I could break them, but you really can't. They're really tough. You know, it's support it's, their head so that they don't hurt themselves. Yeah, but. it's the support the head thing that just freaks me out because I, you know. But she liked you and she smiled, so that was a good. She's thing. a baby. She smiles at a cup. If you know. <laughs> Actually, that's not true, but you know. Um. Yeah, now I feel like we kind of ran out of things to talk about, and that bums me out a little bit. What you got? I got, I don't know. Let's see if there's anything more in the article. Um, okay, so of the deaths in, in um, 2016, or whatever you want to say, um, which one impacted you the hardest? Like I said, when I went to see, um, when I went to see uh, Through the Looking Glass and, and you know, Alan Rickman's death really hit me. It was only really shortly after we went to see um, 
Rogue One, like what, less than a month after we saw Rogue One? That No, we just No, because Rogue One was just in December. Ro- Rogue okay, One just so then, happened in December. Alright, so then it was like less than two weeks after we had seen Because Rogue that. One was <laughs> like it came out, I think, the day before my birthday. Or the day oh, of that's my right, birthday. It was your birthday, and then that following week we went to see it. Yeah. Okay. So Two, so that would yeah that weeks. would have been the week of the week of Christmas right so within two weeks, um, was Carrie Fisher's death, and I was it was funny I was somebody posted a video of Debbie Reynolds, and um, Van Johnson I think, uh, dancing and singing and whatever, and I. I love Debbie Reynolds as an actress. Um, I loved her. There was a, a movie that if I can find it, I would love to see it again. Uh, the Unsinkable Molly Brown. Absolutely love that. But, Kathy Bates in the Titanic movie. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> but um, I know that one. <laughs> I know. Um, but it, it always, um, when, I, when I see her, when I think about the later years, I always think of her as the mom from Will and Grace. Yes. You know, so there's, there's that, you know, like, I mean, because she had an impact, you know, a huge impact through the years, um, singing in the rain. I love that, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and you think about it and you go, she was, sorry, she was, uh, what, 19 years old or something. I think that was like her very first movie. Um, he's pushing my hands around here, folks. Um, now he's making faces at me. Um, but she was like 19 years old, I think, when, when that movie came out. That was like her first movie. And you think about how many years and how many people um, between uh, movies and, and whatever. And I think it's ironic, too, because I think she was 19 years old when she did um, when she did Singing in the Rain and wasn't um, Carrie only 19 when she did. She was very, I don't think she, she was, was 19, but she was pretty young. Yeah. When she did star Wars, you know, so it's like the fact that they both started so very young and had, well, it, I mean, it's funny because, uh, Billy Lord is only, I think, uh, 22, 23 now. Yeah. So she's, you know, but right, I mean, third generation yeah, right she's, there. She's following in their footsteps, but it's like, the two, the mother and daughter, um, had such an impact on, on people's, um, you know, like, I don't know, you say, to say they had an impact on my life is, sounds like really lame, but, you know, movies influence your life. Believe you know? me, I know. And, I mean, I love, I grew up watching musicals and, and that kind of stuff, and my son is bowing his head like, oh, dear God, my mother in musicals. Because I do watch a lot of them. I like them. He hates them. I, that's not true. I can. I like Grease. I like Rent. High School Musical was my jam at a certain <laughs> point. Yeah, that's right, Internet. Take that. Blame me for 2016 and make fun of me <coughs> for... Oh, Mom. Sorry. And make fun of me for liking High School Musical. I don't care. I dig that stuff sometimes, but like I, you know, I, like I don't, I have no interest in seeing like Mama Mia. Oh, I like that one. Of course <laughs> you do. Squeaked out of there. Um, you know what I mean? Like I, that's so it's not like I don't need to see like every musical. It's funny because your dad used to say, "I don't understand the concept of people walking down the street and bursting into song." Oh, I I don't get it really either. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's, uh, it's a device. It's just like anything else, you know. It's. It, it's well, yeah, a, but like Mary a, Poppins, I I don't like Mary Poppins. Uh, Mary Poppins is weird. It just, I, I don't know. It's too weird for me. I just like that's the because that's the one that he always points out where like the father comes home and he's like, "Hello, I'm home. I want some dinner now." That doesn't happen in real life. And I <gasps> do you remember the day we were going to do that to Missy? Yes. And I wish that's something <laughs> I would love to do at, on somebody like that's one of those, you know, okay. like people well, do. Wait, well, wait, really quickly. Um, like, you know, people have done those. Um, what did they call them when you would uh, 
you know, when everybody would synchronize and dance. Flash, uh, flash mob. Flash mob things. People would do that. I always wanted to do that, and I tried doing it on, on one of my cousins once because she said something about, like, she either she really liked musicals or she really didn't like musicals. I don't remember. But the story goes that, like, I said, like, that's what we should do to her. I think was, we were talking about, about that episode in Buffy where everybody sang for, like, one whole day. Right. And uh, and she was like, that would be so wild if that, you know, if just one day everybody just broke into song for no reason. And I tried getting a few people in the family to do that, but one, I couldn't write lyrics for everybody <laughs> in enough time. Couldn't, I don't know how to write music at all. And, you know, no one can rhyme off the top of their heads in, you know. Not uh, in our family. Yeah. And, uh, but I, I, I did, you know, I did that. I, you know, I'm coming down the stairs now. Hello. And like pretty much no one else. Maybe you joined in, but like pretty yeah, much nobody was, else. It was pretty lame. Yeah. I mean, the idea is funny. That's you know? what I think that would be a really funny thing to do as like a, like a flash mob type thing is everybody all of a sudden just breaks into song. And then there's that one you know, because some people do it like, you know, when somebody when they're getting engaged or well, they did it with, you know, when that was cool. What, you know, <laughs> getting engaged or getting no, 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 the flash, flash mob, mob. Okay. you know, when they would be like, you know, getting engaged or like, you know, because often there was times where people would just do it. They're like, we're in the mall and we're just going to dance to, you know, Prince or oh, whatever. Like that, that guy who did that to his girlfriend. Um, what the heck is that song? Uh, the song about about getting married. Marry Me by Train? That's it. Where he sat sat her in the back of the car and everybody was dancing around. Or wait, was that the Bruno Mars Because You're Amazing song? No, it was the... Um, marry Me Today and Every Day. No. Say You Will Marry Me. That's no. that's Train. No, that's not it. Um, if I ever get the nerve to say hello in this cafe, Say You no, Will no, no, Marry no, no, Me. No. That's Train. No. I know no. my Train. What is that song? Oh, I can't think of what the heck the song is now. Um, Cause it's, uh, is it this, is it this dancing juice? Um, oh my gosh. I think it's Bruno Mars you're thinking of. But I, I don't think it's the, oh. But anyway, but so, you know, sometimes those uh, flash mob, I want keep wanting to say flash dance, but so, you know, those flash mob things would be centered around like one person. I remember on, on Modern Family once. He marry you. Marry You. Marry You by Bruno Mars. Yeah. I thought it was, I, see, I was thinking Bruno Mars, then I thought Marry Me, me by Train, yeah. but, you know. <gasps> we crossed our lyrics. Yeah. Um, but, you know, on Modern Family one time, uh, Mitchell w participated in a flash mob to impress Cam, which is something that Cam would normally do. Yeah. And Cam got upset because he's like, how dare you do something that I would love Without, Without me, me. <laughs> you know, and he's like, I did it for you to like, Im you know, to impress you and show you like, yeah, I could do this. And he's like, he was just all offended. But I think it would be funny to do like a flash mob type thing like that, where instead of doing that, somebody wrote oh, and like you know, choreographed it would, it would a musical scene, even if it was, even it if it was just really like. It would be really funny to do that at your job, like where the, where the. Not at my job. Where the customers have no concept but everybody that's there just sings. No one at my job would do that. I know that, but it would still be really cool. It would be, but no one at my job would do but that. I think that that's not true. I, I can think of maybe three people who would say, that's a cool idea, and maybe two of those people might actually try it, but pretty much no one at my job would do that. But I think that would be really cool. Like, I like... I, like, imagine going into Burger King someday, and everybody behind the counter just sings to you. You know, like... Every person that, that you, in this, in the, you know, in the, the business, every person who works there just sings. I don't know, though, because if you're not in on it, would that be weird? Would it be... It would be uh, confusing, but it would be It would be, be confusing, but how do you know that you're not going to get the wrong person and they're not going to call corporate and be like, there's a bunch of weirdos here, eh. you know, or like, I felt very disrespected by this and whatever, you know, you, you well, never know. Actually, you might you get do, that. You could do one of those person. You could do one of those where it's the, um, what the heck is it? Um, the candid camera kind of things where they set up a storefront, you know what I mean? And like, say you, 
set up a coffee shop. You know, just yeah. just well, you know, there's a that. there's a rest. I mean, it's not music, but you know, there's a restaurant that I see the video going around once again on Facebook, where uh, people get paid, the waiter, the waiting staff gets paid, paid to, to be rude to, to be you. mean to you. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, I guess it would be the same thing. No, you know what I think would be funny? Maybe not these guys, but on a show like Impractical Jokers, if they, if, if again, not necessarily those guys, but if a show like that were to do, yeah, I think uh, I, I still think it would be. Funny which, by the way. Have. Mother, you are not a fan. I don't know why I said no. mother. I meant to say my mother. Not a fan of no. of hidden camera shows like that. It's it's not a like I liked. Well, not really. No. Uh, now I was gonna say you know like um, like candid camera, but I always think it's mean. You know, like. But here's the thing: is the people, if you see their face, that means that they agreed to it. They allowed it to happen. You shouldn't be able to judge. That's mean. If they don't think it's mean. Well, I can I can still judge whether I think it's mean or not, because I still you know there and there are people who feel pressured into signing those papers to say. Yeah, I don't know because I've watched enough Impractical Jokers where they don't sign, you know, people no, still, I, I understand there's that, that whole thing at the, in one of the early episodes, you know, where the uh, Q keeps calling the guy mustache and he's like, don't call me mustache you clown. And he's like, don't call me clown mustache. And they literally blur out the guy's entire face except for his mustache. And they use that clip in the opening uh, sequence where, you know, they all have like a funny little thing that they say, you know, Sal is like, I'm never going to forgive you. There was, and, a, uh, there was a funny news, uh, funny news thing on this past week. Um, they were talking about the fact that, you know, uh, when reporters talk to somebody on the street, the first thing you say to them is, um, can you say your first and last name? And then can you spell your first and last name? Right. So this reporter from Australia goes up to this lady and says, um, could you state your first and last name? And she does. And then he says, okay, so now can you spell first and last? And she said, F-I-R-S-T. And he was so embarrassed. And she just lost it. She laughed because she thought it was part of whatever it was that they were doing. He just forgot to say name. Yeah. (laughs) You know, can you spell first and last name? And he, she just, you know, it was like, and they were... They were making fun of her, making fun of the reporter, the male reporter on uh, the local news here. They're like, oh, we've all had those days, but this is so But funny. how is that not mean? It is mean. They were making fun of him. But then again, he also turned it in to have it because I don't think it was live because usually when they do that. Yeah. So either him or somebody from their news, you know, put it out there for it to be right you know, to be out there. But yeah, I think it was mean that they made fun of. That they uh, which is weird though, person. because like I know that you watch, you watch NCIS where where Mark Harmon like slaps people and makes fun of everybody. Oh, he and you don't... No, no, that's not fair. He does not make fun of everybody. No, he doesn't. He does slap them only when they do some, something stupid. But sort of like that's um, physical violence. That's worse than making fun of somebody. It's, it's a yeah, I know. It's a it's a love tap on the back of the head. It's sort of like when Corey and Sean walk up to each other and flick them flick the other one in the forehead. Come here, blink. You know. But how do you not think that's mean? What that they flicked them in the forehead? And yeah, any of that kind of stuff. Yeah. If if Tommy or you know Aunt Marie walked up and was like, "Hey Ruth," and just like hit you, you would be on like, the back of my head. No, you see, would you would whine first of all. Oh yeah, I whine. You um, would whine. Why'd you hit me? But but the point is, they know why why Mark Harmon smacks them. They know why Gibbs cracked them in the head. It, it actually it's called the Gibbs slap. They know that because when you say or do th- something stupid, that's his correction, you know, sort of like. Tsh, no, I understand the concept. You don't need to air hitting me in the head to do it. Anyway. But my point is, why is that OK? But, you know, if if somebody. I don't know. I Especially in the news, we literally have sat and watched YouTube videos, news bloopers. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought And you laugh hysterically at sometimes, them. Sometimes I don't. But I just, yeah, we haven't watched them in a long time either. I, Not anyway, the time. No, I know. It, it just, I don't know. It just seems mean to me. And I... You I'm, have a very weird yeah, I barometer have a, for that kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I'm, I have... No clue why. I have no clue why I cry. I know certain I have no things. Clue. You have a. It's a very odd moral code 
that you live by for things like that. Yeah. Yeah, there are those things. There are those things. Um, and I think that actually just about wraps us up here. So that, your odd moral code, that's going to be the cliffhanger Yay, to get you back on the show for next wow. time. His mother's odd. Y'all got that now by, you know figured that out right thanks for having me uh thank you for finally sitting down with me it's been you know a little hectic trying to trying to get this to work and we didn't want to do it when we were both like hello <laughs> yeah. we sounded we sounded like monica from that from that episode i'm fine yeah, uh, there's nothing wrong with me. Well, yeah, really, we, I mean, we knew we were going to be covering the Year of the Reaper, and we didn't want to sound, sound like, like death when yeah, we were doing it, so. And this is the longest, I mean, I've coughed a couple times, but yeah, it's been bad. It sounds like we have a barking dog in here or something. You yeah. Know? Um. But yeah, so thank you very much for being on. Hopefully we could have you back, and it doesn't necessarily have to be about your, your odd moral code, but I am going to have that be a topic of conversation one day i'd like to sit you down and talk about various aspects of your father your childhood your family things like that um because you know a lot of you may not know this but uh her father is pretty much the most revered person in our revered, right? Would that mm. be the right word? Yeah. I, I consider myself something of, something of a wordsmith, but every so often I have to be like, am I using that word right? Um, he is uh, pretty much the most revered person in our family, and being one of the youngest, I am ashamed to admit I don't really remember him, like, at all. I see videos sometimes, and, and I hear all the stories, and, you know, one day I'd like to pretty much get everybody in the family to sit down and talk about him. And maybe not just him, but just stories in general. But I, I hear so many stories and there are a lot of things that my moral code, especially a millennial's perspective and whatever, that I don't necessarily agree with. And that would, you know, be covered there. But you know, I would love to just get a, a better picture of the man. And I hope that one day... The man, the myth, the legend, if you ask yeah. your, If you ask your uncles, that would be how they describe him. Oh, absolutely. Um, you would, too. I would. All, pretty I much would. all of you would. And I have no issue with that. And again, that's why one of the reasons that I would love to, to sit you down. But I just, I don't necessarily want to cause an issue for you with the, the tears and whatever, because, yeah, as much as I like to tease you about it, I don't... It's really hard. Um, my dad passed away in 1999. And, and if you hear her voice, by the way, she she is I tearing tears up in my right, eyes now. right now. And I'm not making fun of her for it. I'm just say, saying, I, as a fact, this is the problem, is whatever her voice sounds like now, minus the scratchy throat and sniffly nose, pretty much that would be what an entire episode of stories about her father or pretty much anything from her childhood or anything like that that has to, you know, where he's we, even referenced. This is how she would sound, and I, I'm not sure... Yeah, you know. it, it would be it would be difficult. We we grew up. Um, I have uh, five full blood biological brothers and sisters. Um, I hate that. Hate uh, it so much. Hate it. We my my dad uh, always told us that family is family, and there's no degree of family. Um, so uh, technically, I have a half sister. But I always say I can never figure out which half of her is mine, so I claim all of her. Um, but my dad and never, never once, <clears throat> un unless it was you know like we were learning kind of the you know about the family. I don't think any of at least at least me, I don't think I ever once you know referred to her or heard her really referred to as your half sister. Never, not because from the, not from the time that she was born. Um, she, she is our sister and that's something my dad, uh, impressed upon us that, you know, family is family and it's, uh, one of the most important things that you'll ever be gifted with. And we're, we're very blessed to have had him and his influence on us. And I got to stop talking about him because I see that's the thing is like it. his influence on you and your siblings 
is the influence on me and well pretty much the influence on me and my cousins and that's the Who thing are pretty is, much your siblings when you come right down to right it. and that's the thing is because i don't remember him all of them all of my cousins from that side of the family they all remember him they well, all remember them they they all have stories about him and whatever and i really i i pretty much don't remember a single thing and that's i want to sit everybody at some point i would love to sit everybody down and just get various stories i would love to actually create a little drama and get different versions of the same story <laughs> and see who remembers what differently but you know that's just me playing a little devil's advocate there yeah. um but, but anyway we're done with talking about what we're going to do in the future because you know eventually it's called a tease mom you have to oh, tease oh, them oh, you make that... them you, you make them yeah. want to come back for I know, more i know nothing you make them want to come back I for more nothing. but uh, if okay they made so it all the way to this point they're probably going to come back anyway that's true you know and i mean we thank you for that because you know that's but, always a good thing absolutely but i pretty much promised her that this would only be an hour and we just hit an hour and 16 seconds so um thank you once again mom uh for being on the show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> thanks for having me on here. He uh, just flashed his hands at me going, okay, it's your turn to talk. Yeah, Cause yeah, I, thought, gotta... cause I got the, all right, stop talking now. So now it's okay. It's okay to talk for just a second. All right. Go ahead. All right. So thank you again for being you on for the show. Me. And, uh, that's going to do it for this episode of Paul and all, as always, I'm your host, Paul, make sure you, uh, like, share, subscribe, all that stuff. You're going to hear another thing of me at the end of this saying it oh, all again. And he, hopefully he remembers to put the links in the, in the down. Yeah, thing. they will be. Don't okay. worry. Um, well, just all right. They want to check us out and make sure we did not make up all those, you know, yep. things. Yeah. We made up all the celebrity deaths. Um, so if you caused them. You could thank, them up. Yeah. Um, thanks again, everybody. And have a great day. Hey everybody. It's Paul, your host for most of the shows on the goes. Okay. That was terrible, but, uh, hopefully that episode you just listened to wasn't, so if you enjoyed it, how about you click that little like button, maybe give us a subscribe, and share it to your friends. Thanks.